Hi, welcome to the CPA Logic podcast where I interview entrepreneurs about their journey towards uh, their business and uh, what they're up to. So today I have a guest, uh, Ali from Boss Physio. He has, uh, uh, we're actually in his, in his uh, rehab clinic right now with, uh, with a podcast set up, which is probably the most unique thing in Toronto. And uh, I'm going to be picking his brain on, uh, on some of the things that's going on in his life and in his business. So here we go. I've known, uh, I guess, as a little bit of a background, I've known Ali for a very long time. He's, uh, we've been friends for a while and uh, kind of been involved in uh, helping each other out in, 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 our, in our businesses and in our career. And so, uh, so Ali, how would, you, how would you introduce yourself just to start off? Well, <clears throat> my name is Ali Dib, and I'm a registered physiotherapist and entrepreneur. Uh, that's the way I, I kind of always introduce myself um, because I do the physio side, but I also kind of do business. We've actually done business together before, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I've been doing physio for about six, seven years now, just been treating uh, at a capacity of a clinician, an associate, and now a full-fledged uh, clinic owner. Nice. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we're here at, at your clinic, basically, and uh, it's, it's a beautiful place. The lighting, the, the colors, everything seems to be flowing really well. Is, was it a, an accident, like the evolution, as they say, or, <laughs> or is everything thought out? Uh, everything's well thought out, but I'd like to first and foremost, thank you for having me on the podcast because we're doing an interesting setup where now you get to interview me, which is awesome. I'm looking forward to this podcast. Um, yeah, the whole setup was thought out. I did literally the opposite of what I thought a physiotherapy clinic should look like. Every single last thing I did over here was the opposite of what I imagined a typical clinic would look like. Uh, no harsh feelings or anything for any other clinics, but I just... <sighs> Sometimes the crazy ideas might work. Mm. Tell me a little bit about the logo because you have a very interesting looking logo. You know, I, I, I kind of, while I'm driving around, I look at physio clinics and generally it's, um, it, it's not as vibrant. It's not as, uh, doesn't, it doesn't seem to have that edge. But when I look at your logo, it seems like there's something different about it. It catches the eye. So um, I think, yeah, tell me a little bit about that. Well, the logo took forever to figure out, and it got to the point where I had no idea what to do for a logo. I had an old logo before, and man, it was so ugly. So I decided to read a book on <laughs> making a logo. Literally, it was called The Iconist by, I believe the author's name was Daniel Mustard. Um, the book is yellow, so it's hard to miss. Mm. Um, and most of the things I learned from that book made a lot of sense to me. It resonated with me. And because I had a little bit of experience marketing, I'm like, okay, um, let's see what we can do. So, you know, Boss Physio, bold letters, easy to read. That was the number one thing. I wanted people to be able to read it easily. So no italic fonts, no crazy fonts that were kind of hard to like, you know, figure out what was going on. When you saw B Boss Physio, you're like, Boss Physio, that's it, right? Um, and then another big thing was I wanted an icon because eventually I want to be like McDonald's, you know, you just see the golden arches and you're like, that's McDonald's. Um, I don't know how long that's going to take. It might take 10 years, 20, maybe two, 
<laughs> yeah, two, two would be nice. Um, but yeah, so I chose a, a red circle um, because circle is a very symmetrical shape. It's very pleasing to the eye because it's symmetrical. Um, I chose red for many reasons. A, it's a dangerous color. Most clicks would choose like a blue or green tone because it, it promotes safety. Red's pretty dangerous. It's like, that's why we use it for stop signs. So I'm like, okay, let's use something red. But then red and a circle reminds you of that red ball you used to play with when we played dodgeball back in the day. So a huge amount of people would kind of like in the very back of their brain think about that dodgeball when they see a red ball. And so I was hoping I get that effect. Uh, turns out dodgeball is a sport that's not even allowed in schools anymore. Oh, wow. I was just really? talking to someone about that. And I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it's too violent. But don't, isn't it like a it's, a, it's a soft ball. I remember we were using it. I got hit in my, in the face as well. Oh, a yeah. couple we of we all got yeah, hit in the face and we got the marks on our face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but it wasn't, um, it's not like getting hit with a basketball or something. Yeah, well, talk to the school system. I don't know. I heard it. I'm not going to give my opinion on it because knowing myself, I'll say something that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> red circle, right. easily recognizable, symmetrical, appealing to the eyes, pops. Mm -hmm. um, that's pretty much the fundamentals that I kind of learned of grabbing attention. And with a logo, you want it to grab attention, but you also want it to mean something. So the colors were because, um, again, red, dangerous, white pops out with the black. Um, red's my dad's favorite color too so it had a little bit more meaning to him and I was actually talking to him about that today too I'm like dad you know I chose red because of you too and so he was like oh that's pretty cool I'm like yeah um, so I was thinking about him actually um, and yeah the three stripes represent uh, the three systems that we treat so neuromusculoskeletal systems I'm not going to say that I'm going to cure diabetes or anything. That's not what I do. I'm a physiotherapist, but I do work on the neurological systems. So your nerves, brain, spinal, curl, spinal cord, um, all those things influence how we move, how we feel. Um, muscular system, so things that contract, move the limbs, and skeletal system, so the bones that join everything up and mm -hmm. turn us from this bag of tissue to this upright structure that can move around and function. So uh, wow. that is the story behind the logo. Yeah, I think uh, you, you read a book on it, but I think you can also write a book on <laughs> your logo as well. <laughs> Maybe one of these days. <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, you mentioned about uh, physiotherapy, but I, I believe you also recently got into acupuncture, or I don't know if you have been for a while. Um, are you able to share some experience on acupuncture and some details on why that that's that kind of uh, goal complements, I would think, the physiotherapy uh, services that you guys provide and uh, what you like about acupuncture in general? Oh, that's, a, that's another book I could probably write. Um, acupuncture. I, I, I rank acupuncture in terms of, you know, where it affects the most as a neurologically driven approach. So what I mean by that is we could influence the nervous system the most with needles. Now, acupuncture, there's different types of acupuncture. You have your very um, old school, traditional Chinese medicine. TCM for short um, that is more originating in China and um, meridian based um, the type of acupuncture I do is different it's called contemporary medical acupuncture it was uh, taught out of McMaster University by Dr. Alex um, I can never pronounce his last name sorry doctor um, but uh, he did a phenomenal job and it's it's a little more research based um, 
there's really no stereotypical way to do a needle. You put it where you think there might be a nerve and you have to keep searching until you find it. You have to confirm you're on it with a probe. Um, so th that's kind of the difference. Um, mm. I always tell people that your nerves are like electrical wires. Your brain is a computer. Um, just like in a computer that can freeze or, you know, start, you know, messing around. You got all those windows popping up like something's going on. Uh, that's like the brain sometimes, right? Specifically for some nerves. So acupuncture is a way to access that computer, that brain, um, by um, messing with the nerves to kind of reset the brain mm. or reset a nerve, let's say. So how? Because we put the needle where the nerve is and then we stimulate it with a certain frequency and type of, cur uh, type of uh, current uh, to help reset the nerve because nerves operate with electricity. So we are going to use that to our advantage. Wow, that's a yeah, that's a lot of detailed science. I'm trying to wrap my head around. Yeah, uh, I try. <laughs> I try to make it as no, simple as possible. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure there's a lot of smart people out there who are really understanding exactly. What yeah, <laughs> it, it's it, it, yeah, it's it could get really really technical, and there's a lot of nerves, and there's a lot of anatomy, and it takes a very 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 huge understanding, not to hurt someone with a needle, because I use needles as long as like 10 centimeters, which wow. like. That that could go and touch a lot of things when you put that it through the like body. That sounds like a uh, a needle for uh, <laughs> an injection for a buffalo. <laughs> hey, listen, I've I've worked on uh, some CFL players before, and uh, let me tell you, those glutes they could be pretty big. Mm. And I, I I've actually needed ten centimeters. Oh, so it's based on how big your muscle is. Yeah, like imagine like someone super skinny. Um, and I'm using like maybe something half the size and someone that's a lot bigger, I'll need like a needle that's twice the size because I have to get through the more like fat tissue, more connective tissue, more muscular tissue to get to a certain point. For example, your sciatic nerve uh, originates out of your glute, mm. um, but you really have to get deep into it to get it, right? But if someone has muscle that's this big, mm. I'm going to need a needle that's probably a little bit longer than that to get the nerve. If someone has muscle that's this big, I'm going to need a needle a little bit longer than that. Wow. So it, it really depends on the anatomy. Right. That's why you got to use a really, really thoughtful approach with it. And does it, uh, I'm, I'm sure anyone who hasn't gone through this process is uh, curious to find out, does it hurt? Yes and no. No and yes. No and yes. Uh, no, because we use a painless insertion technique. So the way we insert it is we almost numb the area using a contact pressure. So I'll give you an example. Um, the first thing, let's, what, what's the first thing you do? Let's say when like you stub your toe or you stub your finger, what's the first thing most people instinctively do? You stub your toe, like, you know, you did this, like, ouch. Okay. What are you going to do? You're just going to yeah. look at it. You're going to press on it. You're going to put pressure yeah. on it. Right. Why? For me, it's just a natural reaction, but we're doing it for a reason, right? So, like, mm. the reason I'm asking is because we instinctively put pressure because now you're numbing the area mm. and you're also taking your brain's attention away from the nociceptive or the pain experience from that region and overriding it with a pressure experience, which is two different types of nerves, mm. okay? So, when we put a needle, I'm not just, you know, putting a needle like this, right? I'm literally taking the needle, which is in a tube, putting a contact pressure like this, and when I do that, it kind of numbs that specific area. So by the time I have to tap this needle, it inserts and you, most people don't even feel it. Or oh. sometimes you'll feel it in like a really tight area, but you, you, no one will really feel it. 
Would, uh, that w- w- would the similar process work if you're getting a shot? No. It's not the same thing? Yeah, because the shot doesn't have a tube it comes out of. So the tube is what, there's a tube that's a little bit shorter than the needle. The needle comes out of this tube. Mm-hmm. So the tube's there, right? Needle's not in yet. And then the tube has like a, an edge that's a little bit taller than the needle. So once you tap it, it still goes through the tube, but now it goes into the skin. Uh, an, an injection needle does not have a tube. You literally have to put that pointed edge without any, th- any assistance into the tissue. Wow. Um, so there's a difference. Um, and then another difference with an acupuncture needle versus like an injection needle is the gauge of the needle. So my acupuncture needles are the thickest I use is 0.3 millimeters, whereas the gauge of like an injection type of needle can range from 0.7 millimeters oh, to like more than way double. more. Yeah. More than double. Wow. So that in itself makes it a very pleasant um, stabbing experience. Mm. I have a yeah, I have a question here from uh, Moody Cheese. Shout out to <laughs> Moody Cheese. What's going on, Moody Cheese? Moody's always uh, providing with uh, amazing questions for us. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, the amazing work. So, uh yeah, just uh on the the neurosystem from a physio physiotherapy perspective, what type of work is done on the neurosystem? Uh And what if first of all, what is a neurosystem for just you know, someone like me trying to understand. So what he's referring to is a nervous system. Um, the way we can influence it is many ways, right? So to, to explain, I have to explain what the nervous system is. The nervous system is basically the collection of your brain, your spinal cord, and the nerves that come out of it. You have the central nervous system, which is your brain and your spinal cord technically. And then you have the peripheral nervous system, which are the nerves that come out of your spinal cord. Um, to influence the nervous system, we could, most of our work is like a reverse engineering type of process where if we want to influence, let's say the spinal cord of the brain, we have to like maybe move something like your finger. It's hard to explain. Mm. Um, anything we do to the body influences the nerve system. So if I were to like poke over here, this sends sensory feedback through uh, sensory nerves that go through the arm um, into a main nerve that enters into the spinal cord, Spine goes up to the sensory right. cortex, and we interpret it as a sensation. And this is a different nerve than this because that hurts. And uh, temperature is a different nerve. Vibration is a different nerve. So there's different types of nerves. And then there's the painful nerve that I just demonstrated, the nociceptive. So there's different ways that the nervous system interprets sensation. Um, And through that same process, we can also treat in that area, influence that same part of the sensory cortex as well. Or if we want to influence the spinal cord at that level, like for example, this would be probably around your C5 level over here. So that's like your fifth cervical uh, vertebrae we could influence the spinal cord by treating here oh wow on the flip side if i want to influence here but i can't work here i could treat at the spinal cord which will have a downstream effect too Mm. um so there's the nervous system is easily influenced by so many things and then we have so many treatment interventions that could influence it we could do it through acupuncture through mobilization so just moving joints around to get them moving better that sends a lot of feedback uh, deep tissue work, so like really, you know, thorough, deep kind of releasing kind of mechanisms on muscles. Um, we could do manipulations, so that's like an adjustment, like 
you would see a, a lot of chiropractors do that. Physios can do that too. We, we can adjust the spine mm-hmm. or any kind of limb in the body. Um, exercises. Exercises are a great way to influence the nervous system on many levels. Um, there's so many ways. Temperature, like putting yourself in a sauna can influence your nervous system or uh, cold submersion. There oh, yeah. are many ways to influence the nervous system. How about concussions? A lot of people end up, you know, end up in accidents and have a, have some impact um, on their head, causing concussions. Is there any uh, treatment in physio or? Oh yeah, plenty, oh. plenty of treatment. Um, concussions is something we do a lot of work with. Actually, I used to work in a clinic at Woodstock Hospital where we dealt with uh, a lot of concussion patients. So a concussion, to understand what concussion is, you have to look at the anatomy of a concussion. You get your head hit, but uh, what is actually happening inside? The brain is basically suspended in a bunch of cerebrospinal fluid, so it's not just brain and skull. There's a lot of fluid in between, so it's just like moving around, which helps absorb impact. But in concussions, when you hit your head hard enough so that that brain that's like, you know, kind of in that little fluid space um, hits the inside of your skull. Mm. So we call it a counter coup, I think. Um, and then so it hits the inside and that contact between your brain and the inner side of your cranium, the the skull, um, causes inflammation. Um, and depending on the area of the brain that you hit, it could cause, you know, specific types of problems with the brain or like generalized problems. So with concussion, we see things like lightheadedness, uh, sensitivity, light and sound, nauseousness. Uh, you could have lost consciousness. Anytime you lose consciousness, that's definitely a concussion. Headaches is that? Headaches is huge. Headaches are huge, yeah. Um, so we treated by managing whoever got w- into a concussion to tell them, okay, don't expose yourself to too much light. Don't, you know, avoid this situation. We kind of curate a way to control their environment so they don't aggravate the concussion. Because when you have a concussion, the next thing you should do is quiet your brain down because a lot is going on and anything that can trigger, you know, symptoms, you want to avoid. Wow. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's really interesting. Um Let's talk a little bit about. Uh, I know you're, I know you're really in, into, or you had, you have been like you, you, you're well read into cryptocurrency and the technology there. Oh shoot! <laughs> I like this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, switching the gears a little bit here. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So, what's your? This is a very superficial question, but what's your favorite cryptocurrency and why? Cardano. Why is that? Because they're trying to bank the unbanked. Moody Cheese doesn't. Un- I, I think Moody Cheese prefers Chia, but that's a different discussion. Uh, it, Cardano is. I, I, like I'm not. I'm not an expert, right? But it's a smart contract platform. So, a smart contract is something that's on a digital ledger or a digital kind of you know document that cannot be modified. It's in the digital space. It's on the cloud. You can't touch it. It can't be hacked or anything. And um, Cardano is one of the big top 10 currencies right now. Uh, I know you're smiling because Moody's trying to say something. <laughs> uh, but this is not financial advice. <laughs> A big disclaimer with many NFA, NFA, <laughs> guys. NFA, not financial <laughs> advice. I'm just explaining what the crypto is. So I'll get to the financial advice after, but it's not financial <laughs> advice. Um, so yeah, the way Cardano works is it's a, it's a smart contract platform and basically it gives the opportunity for anyone in the world to connect with anyone else in the world to create like a deed to a house, create an insurance policy. Um, just imagine all the countries out there that don't have banks but are able to, you know, 
create something like a deed that shows ownership to a house that cannot be manipulated or someone that needs to do a transaction in Afghanistan and they don't have a bank, but they want to transact with someone in Canada right now. They so can do that through. So there's something unique to it, just like a like an NFT, how there's something unique attached to that to yeah. make, it, uh, make it one and only. I'm, ass- I'm assuming it's something like that. Yeah, I mean it's validated, so it's it's a it's a proof of stake kind of currency. So you have a lot of nodes that are created by people that own a lot of the Cardano, um, and it's 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 validated in a way where you can't really mess around with the algorithm. Again, I'm no expert, so don't take this as <laughs> advice. But um, my my preference is actually a proof of work type of <laughs> cryptocurrency. But you're seeing less and less of that. I mean, Ethereum turned into proof of stake recently, so. Mm. Um, Do you see any future in crypto still with it coming down hard now recently? Yes, there's always a future in it because um, eventually people are going to want ways to transact that are easier, faster, and take away the middleman. Mm. And I have personally used cryptocurrency many times as a transaction, and it works flawlessly every single time. Did you report it to the CRA? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) Yes. I didn't. Well, I I could have just been buying some groceries from someone that had <laughs> groceries for me to buy, and they're like, "Well, we accept Bitcoin." I'm like, "Okay, nice." Well, uh, yeah. How can so can go towards concluding it? It's uh, you know how how can people reach you? What's actually you know what a, a little bit before that? What's uh, what's the status with the clinic? Have you already started? Are you accepting new clients? Yes, we are officially permitted by this town of Whitby to operate, which is great. Um, I am going to be doing a grand opening, so you're invited. Mudachis is invited. Everyone's invited. Oh, nice. Um, stay tuned for the That's details. Uh, yeah. You can find us on bossphysio.com, bossphysio.ca, at bossphysio for Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Reddit. And we're going to be on all platforms like Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud. Wow. Um, so you can be missed. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to find me. The algorithm is not in my favor yet. But yeah. we will be in favor soon. Yeah. And you have extensive, uh, yeah, I've known uh, Ali for a while, and he has extensive experience with in, uh, in physiotherapy and, 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 any, and all sorts of sciences, um, right? So in, in the field itself, um, you want to talk a little bit about that just before we close off, because you had, you know, you're working at uh, on at other clinics, and you kind of over the years, and how many? I think you mentioned it earlier. It's been a few years. You've already been in the industry, and you've kind of learned uh, all the good and bad, and kind of implementing all the good into this uh, clinic now. Some bad too. <laughs> I'm just joking. It's all good. Uh, yeah. So graduated. I want to say 2016, 2017. Uh, don't quote me, uh, around that time from Western University. Um, so that's where I did my uh, physiotherapy program, which is a professional degree in uh, physiotherapy. Um, and then before that, I was at UFT, completed my bachelor's of science there. Um, and when I graduated, I started off at a kind of franchise clinic. So there's like maybe 150, 200 locations all over Canada. Not gonna name any names, but they just got bought out by shoppers. Wow! So That's they huge. got bought out for shoppers, yeah. So now shoppers controls them. Um, and then from there, I moved on to another clinic in uh, 
Markham. It was called My Detox. Shout out to My Detox. Uh, still have a lot of friends from there. Um, they're doing great things too. They, they, them, and I. I I've learned a lot from them, and I, I've taken um, a lot of pride in you know using a lot of their um, approaches as well to my the way I treat. But um, obviously, I, I've taken kind of approaches from everywhere. I've worked and did my own research and upped my clinician skills as well. Um, and then, yeah, so went from Pickering to Markham uh, to here. So nice. here I am now. Oh, sorry. Uh, shout out to Harwood Health and Wellness, of course. Um, one of the associates that work there. I work with a couple of fantastic chiropractors. Um, they're a clinic in Ajax um, over at Harwood in Kingston. So if you ever want to see me there, I'll be there sometimes too. Um, yeah, they're they're wonderful people. Um, I've had the pleasure of working with them for the past couple of years now. Um, and uh, we've grown there quite a bit. Um, so I'm there as an associate. And then I am here now as a business owner. So I'm here literally every single day of my life. Uh, which is fantastic because that's what you got to do as a new business owner. So yeah. that's kind of the journey. Well, Ali, it's been a pleasure having you. And, uh, you know, looking forward to the the business booming and blossoming under your uh, guidance and, and your wings and uh, only expecting great things. Well, thank you. So. <laughs> and thank you so much for being my um, all-star accountant, you know, CPA Logic. Got <laughs> to shout you out too, you know. Um, it's been quite the roller coaster, but it's good to have uh, experts in that field. Um, and I recommend, obviously, CPA Logic to everyone. So appreciate you. Perfect. It's it's a pleasure working with you as well, Ali. So we'll we'll see you next time. Yeah. All right. Virtually, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Take care. You too.